So welcome back to another ESL podcast. And today we're getting into the basis of entrepreneurs or entrepreneurship. Now, again, this is the elementary level. We still have the pre-intermediate, the intermediate, the upper intermediate that's going to be coming in the near future, probably within, you know, pre-intermediate might start, I don't know, maybe in about April or May, and then intermediate might start in about November through February of next year. Then you have the upper intermediate. So there's going to be a lot of things being covered throughout the course of entrepreneurship. And the great thing about this is you guys are going to be able to go back in time to some of my previous, um, what is it, the previous episodes and see where I've become as an entrepreneur to having an online teaching English and teaching test preparation courses and stuff like that. So let's get into this, guys. We got a lot of different things to cover today. And the basis of this conversation is going to be about entrepreneurship and what skills does an entrepreneur need. Now, a lot of you out there who are going through a lot of things within your country, it could be, you know, the shutting down of services, the shutting down of your job, you trying to look for work, you trying to make ends meet, you know, as of January 1st, Bangkok, Thailand has gone into shutdown mode. And it's funny because the government said, hey, we're going to open it back up July 17th. That is a lie. They said the same thing last March 17th. They said March 30th. Then they said April 30th. Then they said July 7th. So again, knowing that this is going to be shut down for a long time, what did I learn? And what was the lesson I took from that entire shutdown. Well, not only doing the transformation, life coaching, and other programs to get out of my own rut, but now I have an online English teaching business, obviously worldwide and also in, you know, here in Thailand. In regards to acting on a lot of things and executing plans and knowing that, hey, well, if my job doesn't want to move everything to online, then what I'm going to end up doing is saying uh, I'm going to take some of their students because there are some students that have a deadline with taking different test preparation courses. And I don't want my job to be the one saying, oh, well, we, we didn't want to put it online because we're, we, we don't like acclimating. See, that's the problem. So when we look at entrepreneurs, I wanted to take sole possession of my journey, of my economy. I wanted to have a pandemic-proof economy. And I knew that my skills would be able to be paid way more in the future. Also, let me give you a really good example because this is January. As an entrepreneur, I try seeing, okay, because I want to teach business English and do different presentations at companies around the world, what could I benefit and what could my people who actually buy my courses and everything and attend my presentations and seminars, what could they take from it? Well, I decided that I wanted to become a certified high performance coach. Now, if you guys don't know who Brendan Burchard is or the high performance habits, one of the podcasts I did about last month, you guys probably will have heard, okay, uh, does what I do bring me meaning? Well, does it bring me clarity? Okay, what negative thoughts? There's a lot of things that you would ask yourself, like different transition periods throughout the day before you go into another sector of your, of your day. It's kind of like going from home to work. There needs to be a transition period that you could leave 
stuff at home. And then when you leave work, leave it at work. Deep inhale in, deep exhale out. You see what I mean? So with that being said, I've learned so many different things. And this is why I want to do the high performance and become a certified high performance coach. I want to do the transformation program out there in South Africa, but again, don't know exactly if that's going to happen, especially this year, given the fact everything is crazy. But next year, absolutely. Um, and I believe that everyone around the world will be able to benefit from that. So how can I become a better coach, a better everything? And that's the entrepreneurial mindset, not staying in touch with past feelings and things that worked in the past and understand that we live in a progressive universe and everything is evolving. That's why I want to get into AR and VR. I want to have more of a brand scope and deal with more people in terms of the Ministry of Education and have making online learning more uh, easy for a lot of people out there. Make it more exciting for students in Thailand because they get bored to death. See what I mean? So what kind of skills do entrepreneurs need? Well, Communication. There was an article that said every entrepreneur needs to be an effective communicator, whether a person is a solo entrepreneur, such as myself, or runs a Fortune 500 company, which you guys may have heard before in the past. What you need to do is you need to understand how to communicate effectively to all stakeholders, potential stakeholders that touch the business. So this is why Stephen Covey's Speed of Trust and Stephen Covey's Seven, ha uh, seven Habits of highly effective people are some of the best books out there, especially The Eighth Habit. The Eighth Habit is phenomenal, although I do believe that he left out a lot in regards to voice. But this is why I love doing my entrepreneurial and my personal development podcast also. So it's also imperative for an entrepreneur to be able to communicate with employees and investors and customers and creditors, peers, mentors. Because if an entrepreneur cannot do that, or the, the value of the company, or it will be unlikely that the company becomes successful, right? So here we go, sales. Like Lisa Cato said, she said, no one likes to be sold to, period. So the soft skill of sales goes hand in hand with the communication necessary to become successful, right? So as an entrepreneur, this person needs to be able to like, like someone who gets in touch with me, let me give you an example. Lots of my Brazilians, lots of beautiful people around the world. You know, I had a, one, a wonderful girl from Guadalajara, uh, Mexico, who got in touch with me. She's like, hey, do you have a podcast? Do you have a blog? I need this, I need that, and this and that. I'm like, dude, this is so awesome. So when they get in touch with me, I don't sell right off the bat. There was a guy from Czechia who got in touch with me, uh, 50 years old. He's like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm trying to learn English. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. He had a lot of things to say, right? And I didn't want to quickly sell them a course because again, you guys may have heard in my previous podcast, I don't like being sold to. If I say, hey, you know what? I would love to do a collaboration. would love to bring you on my podcast. He tried selling me a course for $130. I blocked him immediately. That's ignorant. I don't like that. No one likes to be sold to, right? So again, I want you guys to forget about the, 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 the Wolf of Wall Street garbage movie, okay? Because you're not trying to sell anything you're literally presenting yourself and if you present yourself in a way where you are able to extend trust to the stakeholders at hand they will buy from you that's all there is to it there are a lot of people who have come onto 
that I've done consultations with, especially in August and September. Then I stopped doing consultations with those types of people because they weren't my demographic and they look to just take, 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 take. I don't like takers. Okay. That's one thing I don't like. If you come to me and you're like, Hey, I'm really interested in your tutoring or your coaching. There we go. I'm going to give you a free hour. But if you come to me and say, Hey, I need free stuff. I'm not going to give you anything because you don't even know that I have a podcast and you're asking me for free stuff. Yet my podcast is number one in the world. Come on, people got to get better. Got to get better. There's only one way to get better. So with that being said, okay, is you need to be able to not sell, but be a person where you can extend trust in the way you speak to someone so that that person ends up becoming a potential client of yours. The next one, focus. See, the path to successful entrepreneurship, okay, it's riddled with a bunch of ups and downs, right? Because we know there's a bunch of setbacks. There have been setbacks for me. See, when the shutdown had occurred last March here in Bangkok, Thailand, and it was shut down for 14 what-the-hell weeks, um, there was a lot – oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't 14. It was about – was it 16 weeks? It had to be like 14, 14 weeks. There was a lot within me that it was very hard for me to focus because I had dealt with like the, the disparity of such a significant setback. Me getting ready to just take off in so many different areas. And, okay, I'm, I have this company. I have Honda. I'm going to start coaching over here, coaching over there. When the shutdown happened, everything disappeared. I, have, I became heavily reliant on one place, and they ended up be, uh, be, and that ended up being a place that I absolutely hated working at, and I quit. But during that time, I was working on me. I was working on my own psyche. I was working on my personal development. I was working on transforming my subconscious mind. And then came July and I got my first ever student from Peru. Since then, I've had more than 15 students and this year I'm probably gonna have hundreds. You see, so you know, you have to maintain that focus and always understand why you started to begin with. See, a successful entrepreneur needs to be able to focus and stay on focus when the going gets tough is the saying. Or I heard an NFL football coach say, it's hard to play hard when it's hard. That means it is hard to maintain focus when it's hard, when times get tough, when shutdowns happen, when unemployment rate skyrockets, when your government doesn't have your back. Those are things way out of your control. You need to maintain mental stability. You got to understand that the ability to learn, okay? Now, most important skills ever, you got to be coachable. Eric Thomas said in one of his presentations, he said, do you remember Kobe Bryant, the late Kobe Bryant? He said, think about it. Kobe Bryant won three championships with the head coach by the name of Phil Jackson. When Phil Jackson had left, I can't remember when, had to be 2004, 2005, Kobe hated Phil Jackson. He hated him so much to the point that he drew, he had driven his coach out of town. And Kobe didn't win a damn thing. There are so many beautiful butterflies outside. This is so gorgeous. I love it. Oh my goodness gracious. Boy, I'm loving this wintry weather. Anyways, so Kobe Bryant ended up saying and ended up talking about, okay, uh, I'm not going to be able to win without having a very good coach. And a lot of people understand this, right? You have to understand the, the fact that 
without a coach, without a mentor, you're never going to be able to get to that next level. That's why a lot of people come to me for the earnings, right? So Kobe Bryant had to put his preference down. He wrote about it in his book. He said, you know what? I needed a coach. I needed to get Phil Jackson back. And guess what? When Phil Jackson came back, how many titles did he win? How many championships did he win? He won two. So again, we all have preferences. And we need to be coached. Sometimes we have to put our preferences down to be able to maintain that coachability so you can get to the next level. How was I going to get to the next level? Having all those things in my subconscious mind and my mainframe control everything in my everyday life. I needed to be coached. Therefore, I had found a coach for the next, what, five months of my life. Transformation program, life coaching program, healing sessions, really dead deep. And then I ended up having all these amazing things happen in my life. And now I've taken myself to the next level. You have to be coachable. Your ability to learn is required. If you're one of those people who keep saying, now, now, it's always you, 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 just as we've heard in previous business podcasts, you're going to lose. And then here we go. A business strategy. Now, what is a business strategy? Well, there are a lot of ridiculous things out there that you may have heard before. And I don't want to get into all those dumb, dumbfounded particulars because, again, we're just, it's just way overblown. But when it comes up to a business strategy, you have to show me exactly how you're going to attain the things you're set out to attain. So let me give you an example. I have a book now. And in this book, I get to write down my January income expense, my February income expense. But I also set goal targets. So let's say, all right, well, the most I made online was 1,000 US dollars, okay? And for my memberships, the most I made was 250. That was in a single month. So what would, what would my target be for this month? Well, let's up the ante because if we don't set out a target or a goal, we're not growing. So I'm like, okay, 1,000, let's set it at 1,250, 1,250. And then I want to boost up the monthly memberships to 400. Can I do that? Okay, month of February. How am I going to double down on that? What about the other areas? How about the courses, the speaking engagements? Okay, what am I invested in in terms of my psyche? How can I continue getting better throughout my life? This is investing into a mentor. See, a lot of you look up to me as a mentor, but I look up to other people as a mentor too. Because I know that one of my close friends who did, who's involved in philanthropic work she knows a lot of people who are healers, who are this, who does this and does that. And we continuously engage in these types of things to get better. It's called personal development. So again, if we look at you setting up that calendar, if you want to make an X amount this year, if you want to learn an X amount of vocabulary this month, if you want to double down on, you know, the target that you had met last year and you want to up the ante for this year, okay, tell me exactly how you're going to make that every month. Okay, Arsenio, well, I want 1,000 this month. Okay, so how many clients do you need to get that 1,000? This many. Okay, how many clients do you have on your client list right now? I have this many. Okay, is that enough to achieve that? No. Okay, so how many more clients do you need? Two. Okay, so with those clients, how much do you need? for them to give you this amount. Okay, do you have those clients like in a phone book? Do you know where they are? Do you know how to take action on that? Yeah, okay, so are you gonna send the email today? 
Yes, okay, and then how are you going to write the follow-up email? See, I went from it being very grandeer to it being extremely micro and a small actionable step to attain the goal. This is exactly what you need to do in terms of coming up with a strategy. So many of us say, oh, I want a lot of money. Well, we don't know how much a lot is. A lot could be uh, $100 in about 100 countries around the world. If you say, I want, uh, I want a lot of money, I want uh, 150. 150 would be probably three months salary, five months salary out there in the country of Niger. Big shout out to Niger. You guys are the 189th country to listen to my ESL podcast. But I'm making a point here. You got to be very specific. And then you have to break it down. And then you have to come up with the goals list in terms of writing that down every single day and reaffirming it into your subconscious mind. How many clients do you need this month to achieve that goal? Okay, I allow myself to have four clients from here, here, here by January 31st. You're gonna write that down for the next 30 days. This is how you double down and again, you build up that development, that personal development. This is what it's all about, people. Entrepreneurship is everything. So now, this is the second segment. I wanna go into some good stuff where again, for those of you who want to, for $30 a month, Business English Podcast Badge, you get one free hour of coaching in any field, okay? Supply chain and management, investment, do you want to learn vocabulary? Do you want to learn the things that I've been teaching you or have just talked to you about? Uh, what can you do throughout your day? Yes, there's coaching. There is coaching. Now, I'm going to take it to the next level and become a certified transformation and high performance coach later on this year. Right now, we're just gonna call it coaching and it's gonna be at the same price as my courses are right now or that my classes and everything is right now, okay? So again, one free hour of coaching or teaching, whatever you wanna call it. Business English Podcast Badge, if you don't understand me word for word and it's difficult, this is the elementary level, there is another exclusive audio podcast of me speaking slower, and it's on my Business English Podcast badge, in addition to the template that's available too. So, in this special segment, it's the was and were for grammar. I'm not going to cover that again, because I've already done that in season one, two, and three. Okay, so if you guys want grammar, make sure on Spotify you go all the way down to season three, especially two, you will find the was and were down there. I used to cover grammar. I'm not going to cover grammar again. So maybe the intermediate and upper intermediate level. So keep that in mind, okay? Woo! Now, here we go. Let's play a game. Where were you on the 1st of January, 2000? For those of you who are younger, where were you on the 1st of January, 2005? So me, the 1st of January, obviously me waking up, I was 12 years old. I was a baby, but we're just playing the grammar game. Where were you? I want you to refer back and to feel those feelings of you being back at that specific moment. When was your last holiday? I went to the ultra gorgeous Wahine. If you guys do not follow me on Instagram, make sure you do. As of right now, if I don't change it today, it's the Arsenio Buck Perspective. I'm sorry, the Arsenio Buck Show. You can just click the link in my Spotify. Again, I will follow you back. Make sure you reach out to me. City, I love the podcast, man. Absolutely. Da, 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 da. Ask me any questions, people. Make sure you reach out to me. 
and so my last holiday, if you guys don't already follow me there, oh my God, you would have seen some gorgeous photos. And you can still, if you follow me today, because it's a private, it's a public profile. Obviously, that's my business profile. Uh, with the Wahine, had the best pizza in my life. Oh, oh my God, man. Overlooking the sea, hearing those waves crash. Um, you know, having the... Um, having the gorgeous I mean, I mean just being in such a phenomenal resort the hotel room wasn't the best but the balcony was phenomenal uh the air condition was great the bed was pretty good you know it was very dark at night uh the shower was pretty good although all a couple other things but the amenities of this resort made it a five star and the service was beyond phenomenal oh my god that breakfast was on point the 21st floor rooftop bar overlooking the Gulf of Thailand? Holy Jesus. That was beautiful. Now we got to wait for everything to happen because everything's shut down again, of course. But nonetheless, here we go. Were you at work last week? Yes, rest in peace work. How about you? Were you at work last week? Were you at school? Let me know what country you're in. If you're going to work or you're working from home, are you going to school or are you doing virtual learning? Make sure you tag me with this specific podcast if you're listening to me on Spotify by following me on Instagram and answering some of these questions. What day of the week was your last birthday on? Shit, I have no idea. I think it was Friday. Let's keep it going. What was your first ever job? <laughs> okay, so first ever long-term job, dental assistant, worst dental office in the world, Sedation Dental Center. Sorry, don't really care. Uh, but my first first job was when I was 17. I just held a McDonald's sign. I worked for a, McDon a McDonald's company not the mcdonald's but i worked for a company that had a special segment first week there were a bunch of managers that had come from uh, australia to america right and so to las vegas so i just had to hold a sign and i just directed people to the buses because there was a big convention right so that was the first time in my life i ever met foreigners from australia so funny six years later i moved there I'm telling you, it's a little foreshadowing in a good way. Uh, so that was my first ever job job. And it's funny because I was on my cell phone and the guy came up to me and he went up to me. He's like, uh-uh, no, no. And he's like, look alive. And I'm like, oh my God, did I just get myself fired? I was a fool. Well, what did they, what, what did they expect from me? Standing up for 10 hours a day, just holding a sign, looking at people? It drives you crazy. So, and there was a very rude, obnoxious, disgusting human being. Okay, I won't even get into that. But let's keep it going. Was it difficult to park your car today? If you have a car. Was it difficult to get to work today? How about that? What did you watch on YouTube or on Netflix the day before? There you go. How did you learn English? Uh, what vocabulary terms did you learn in this specific podcast or in the last week's podcast? What did you learn last year that you're so grateful for from my podcast? Answer some of these questions. Write them down. Go back. Go back about one minute. Go back one minute. Don't be scared. Go back. God damn it. Go back a minute. Write down the question. Share this podcast. Tag me in it. And let me know what you learned. I will be more than happy to reshare all of your stories, people. And with that being said, oh my God, that was a long one. I hope you guys enjoyed this. If you have any other questions, please let me know. And I'm your host as always. Stay tuned for more. And make sure if you guys are interested with more grammar and more questions like that, 
lots of great things, a personal uh, in memoriam about Dame Anita Roddick. That's all available on, uh, what is it? My Business English Podcast badge on a Patreon. So reach out to me if you're interested in that. I'm your host, as always, over and out.